0: Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Fear Street Part 2, 1978. My name is Daniel, I'm one of your hosts, and joining me
1: today is my fellow camper, Shabazz. Now... When you say camper, do you mean like in Call of Duty camping? Because I don't camp in Call of Duty. No, I mean, listen,
0: Shay, this is the year 1978. Call they of Duty. They live Call of this Duty is, at this is, this is You're in Vietnam now. <laughs> yeah, they this was the down on video game for them. That no, was real life. this is real life. Uh, how you doing though, Shay? Good, man. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I'm loving these Fear Street films. I am yeah. loving. We already, you know
1: what? The review's done. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening to this <laughs> episode the of the Weep Podcast. We are loving no, these honestly, I,
0: I love what Netflix is doing with these films. I love the release strategy for these films. Um, and I'm just having a good time talking about these every week because it yes. feels like we don't have anything of netflix that we could talk
1: about each week and to have a full-on film that's pretty awesome this is some of my favorite netflix like this is every and and this is uh, no offense to netflix but i guess because they they primarily rely on quantity over quality sometimes i find sure this is this is that quality that I'm really, really loving. And there's a big quantity of it and as well. And there's a big quantity of it <laughs> yeah. as well. We're getting three movies, and so far, I mean, we'll definitely get into more details, two out of two. Yeah. I'm here for it.
0: We're going to get to all of that and more, but first, this is the movie podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox and don't forget to leave us a review on apple Podcasts and join our discord check out our show notes for all those links and more really quickly some announcements before we get to our review we've had an amazing month of interviews on the show tony bancroft tara strong gabriel berstein and uh billy mcclellan we've all had on the show in the last month check out those episodes there's are, there's are such great conversations we had with all of these wonderful creators Tony being a director of uh, Disney films and an animation legend Tara Strong voicing pretty much every single character known to animation Gabriel Berstein is a cinematographer who's worked on so many different Marvel films and most recently Black Widow and Billy McClellan was just in the film Nobody with Bob Odenkirk which we love so much Uh, speaking of Nobody we do have a giveaway going on right now on our socials on Twitter and on Instagram make sure you enter that so you could win a Blu-ray copy of the film um, and also check out our episode with billy right now on the movie podcast feed we also have a lot of different reviews on the feed like i was just saying black widow the tomorrow war zola fear street 1994 fast and the furious 9 and so many more you can listen to so make sure you check those out and this week we still have our review and reaction for loki episode 5 on coming on thursday so look out for that but today is all about Fear Street Part 2, 1978. This is directed by Lee Janik and is based on the R.L. Stein books. It is available on Netflix July 9th. Uh, so that's this Friday. It stars Sadie Sink, Emily Rudd, Ryan Simpkins, McCabe, Selly, Ted Sutherland, Jordana Spiro, Julian Jacobs, Kiana Madera, Benjamin Flores Jr., Ashley Zuckerman, Olivia Scott, Welch, uh, Chiara Alor- uh, Aloria, and Jordan... This is a stacked cast of actors. I thought and you were casting a curse.
1: <laughs> I was so many names. Have.
0: I was, you know, I was summoning the witch. Yeah. I was <laughs> oh, summoning don't, the don't witch. Do don't, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Uh, and I want to say thank you, of course, as always, to our friends at Netflix for sending us this film for review. Shay, give us that sweet synopsis. It's
1: 1978 in Shady Side. It's 1978, and school is out for summer, and the activities at Camp Nightwing are about to begin. When another shady cider is possessed with the urge to kill, the fun and the sun becomes a gruesome fight for survival. Oh, I love the way you read the synopsis. Thank you. That's I great. read them with such intensity that, you know what? I think I scare myself. You do? It scared me. I, I'm a little scared. You scared right now. me.
0: <laughs> uh, so we are picking immediately off uh, after the events of 1994. Mm. Basically, mm-hmm. we've we found somebody else who the Switch is kind of been in contact with in the Correct. past. And now our characters from the first film are hearing a story being told by Julian Jacob or CB uh, Ber- uh, Bergman. CW
1: Berman? No. no C. That, that, long bottom. C. That That's Berman. Mythic West. C. Okay, Berman. That was, the, that, was the, yeah, that was the thing I made last um,
0: time. So, yeah. So, the first film takes place in 1994. Now we are being told a story. This film is all a flashback to 1978, the summer of 1978, where, uh, you know, it's very much reminiscent of the 70s and 80s camp slasher films. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason Jason and Freddy Krueger, things like that. Yeah, Uh, Shay, give us your first reaction to this film.
1: I I absolutely had a great time with this film as well. The DNA from the first film carries over, yet the film still feels unique in its own way. Um, I'm curious if you could kind of watch them on their own without having watched the first one. But I think the fun and thrill of both the films so far is watching them together. I had a great time seeing the kills. I had a great time connecting with the characters. This film does a great job of not letting you miss the characters that were in the previous film and introduces you to some new ones. And I absolutely had a great time. This is a really, really cool movie. Sadie Sink, who we know from Stranger Things Season 3, is is so good. And Netflix definitely has their, their cast of, of people that they love kind of having in their movies. And... Yeah, this is this is just another great entry into this trilogy, and I'm really hoping it continues with part three of 1666.
0: You know, I think I think I want to jump off on something you said there, Shay. You know, jump off, we, man. We, I'm jumping right now, jumping into the lake. Um, something you mentioned, you know, like missing the characters from the first film. I really thought I was going to because I really liked the characters of the first film, totally. but I think this film does again such a good job of introducing you to these characters. Like, oh, you know what? I actually like these characters, and yep. one, a lot of them were being picked off one by one um, into many pieces. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss them, or I like them, and, or they were recognizable, and I think there was enough kind of like classic kind of summer tropes in there, or Correct. summer like slasher characters that we we, we familiarize ourselves with that. You're like, oh, this is this kind of this person. This is an homage to this person, but you miss them, and they still kind of bring their own identity to it. I'm there's, really digging it.
1: There's something about slasher films or mo- really movies that deal with this type of subject matter where you want the characters to die. You'll be watching the movie. Oh and, god! <laughs> and, 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 and it's the an only. Movie, and I say that not morbidly, yeah, but because they're told they're. They're introduced in such an annoying fashion. They're either really loud or annoying or mean. And then when they're dying, you're like, oh, you totally got what you deserved. But in this movie, you start to like all the characters that you're like, oh, my God, I really hope you don't die. But I know you're going to because right now all the signs are pointing to you getting beheaded. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, so
1: it, it sucks. And it, it's it's one of those few movies, again, where it, it does that. Whereas when I look at movies like Scream, there's some characters in there that when they die, I'm like, yeah, he totally deserved it. <laughs> you right. know, like he, he had it coming.
0: Right. Um, and, and what I think with this film, too, does really well. Um, Emily Rudd is the sister of Sadie Sink. Uh, I think they play off each other so well. So They're well. so fun to watch. And what I love what this film does as well is that um, there's still lots of twists and turns here. Even though this Correct. is a flashback, um, this film still plays it very close to the chest in terms of like revealing its secrets. Yes. And it's almost like when you're seeing... Um, th- This film has done such a good job with building lore already where you're watching like, oh, this is how this happens. And this is how this is why this person looks the way. And uh, uh, you're given these clues. And that's why I'm so excited to see where things go in 1666 to see where kind of all builds to. Because now we're going even further back. Right. Very
1: back to the future part three-esque. Yeah. Right. Very far back. Now. I'd say if I had a a gripe with this film, the only thing I'd say is the middle portion of this movie definitely takes a bit of a halt on pacing. Definitely does. And, you know, it might be because you're you're stuck in one location at, at this camp. You know, they can't really go anywhere else. Right. So you have to tell enough story to fit this hour 49 minute runtime. Right. And I get it. Now, is it gonna ruin the experience? Absolutely not. No, it's still phenomenal from from start to finish. You still have a great time, and you're still curious as to what's gonna happen next. Right. And every character that we're introduced to is is likable enough. Right. Say they they'll get you through the movie. They won't upset you.
0: I think you know. I I think that's a great point, Jake, because I think in the middle of this film, it kind of turns into a lot of, oh, here's how he's gonna kill this person. How he's gonna kill this person. And it's almost like okay, now we're just kind of – it feels like we're just having a same, a, the same scene yeah. but written a little bit differently this time. Correct. So it kind of falls into that, you know, that just slasher, like, oh, the, here's – The typical tropes, right? Typical tropes of now he's killing this person and now we're killing this person. But I think the film finds its way back and I, I love the ending of this film. I think I love the ending of this one more than the first film. Yes. Um, And again, I think all the characters in this film are just so fun to watch mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to see where things go in 1666, because there is a trailer for it at the end of this film, and I'm like, it's really interesting what they're doing. Yes, we Very, won't say like, what it is, right?
1: But the way that they're framing this third movie is what I didn't expect, and I'm I'm totally here for it, right? right. And I think it's such a great way to go into a third movie.
0: Definitely. And it, like it was, it, you're like okay, how can we have these characters but tell the story and keep it fresh, you know? Keep it fresh. I dig that. Uh one kind of interesting thing again, I know the 70s was such an interesting time for music. You know, the 70s was a very distinct time Um, We kind of called out that like, oh, here is, uh, you know, we're hearing Cherry Bomb and we're also hearing Moon Age Daydream, which were both on the soundtrack for Guardians. Again, James Gunn and the Guardians of the Galaxy don't own those songs. I get it. But hearing them almost back to back, I'm like, oh, it feels like they were just listening to awesome mix part one and yeah. let's throw them in our movie too. Yeah, so it was like, definitely that popularity, there. you know, cause it was just like, I, I get these songs are known now by people because of guardians more like the younger right. generation, but it would have been cool to maybe hear a bit more. And they do, they have a huge soundtrack of music yes. in this, in this film. So um, they've also been killing that as well. Like yeah. just nineties had great nineties film music, this has great 70s music i can't wait to hear it i can't wait to hear like the gregorian chants yes. in 1666 you yeah. know yeah the
1: biblical songs do you, how do you the think they are going to get
0: around that do you think they're going to have modern music at all i think it?
1: they'll have hymns for sure they'll not have hymns. just just scary haunting hymns you know right <laughs> 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 they'll have like the party packagers uh this spooky all sounds <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> <laughs> spooky sounds these are sounds from the nazareth <laughs> now i gotta ask you did you ever go to sleep away camp shay I, I've been to camp, okay? Yeah. But never... I think this kind of camp that I see in movies is very American. Could be. I don't know of anyone personally going to camp for two months or a month or however long this is. It's a long time. It seems like a long time because it feels like it's a whole summer. And where you're just kind of like sleeping in tents or, or in know, cabins. I, well, I was in uh, the Boy Scouts. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, salute. Was, salute? Was that salute there?
0: That was the... Uh, oh, that was like a... Hello- <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the Star Trek long, long, prosper, prosper,
1: prosper. Yeah, I went to camp, but it was more like I sleep in a tent for like maybe two days, and we would. So that's that's camping. That was it was yeah, and yeah. it was more yeah a camping experience where and we'd like make fire and we wouldn't hunt because we were young. Yeah, but yeah, nothing nothing like this though. Yeah,
0: this this is like oh, Gosh,
1: who's
0: the who's the oldest the highest ranking person? Oh, they're seventeen. Exactly. Oh, that's a big difference from the sixteen year olds. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. So these kids got what they deserved they deserved it. No, I'm kidding. They didn't they didn't Aww. deserve it. Uh but man, what a great film. I, I honestly really loved it. Let's get to our final recommendations. But first, don't forget you could follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter and Letterbox. Uh also follow us on TikTok cuz we're posting some great videos there uh there as well. Um Shay, start us off with your final recommendation for Fear Street Part 2 1978. Watch it.
1: Yeah, this is uh if you enjoyed the first one, this is definitely going to carry over. Um I did enjoy the first one more. But it's not a giant leap like this is not like, oh, yeah, you might like the second one. No, if you like the first one, you're probably going to also really like the second one, too.
0: Definitely. I'm right there with you. Watch it. Um, I think this is going to be another trilogy, hopefully, depending on the third one ends. Yeah, that I'm going to probably put in my yearly rotation that i'll watch either at halloween or in the summer like because they are just fun films to watch or very easy watches scary. they are very graphic very like sometimes you forget because i'm like oh it's like are they going for a stranger thing stranger things kind of rating and then oh that person's head was just chopped off or yeah. sliced into a million pieces so yeah
1: the, the, the kills are brutal
0: the kills are brutal um but the fun is like ample is what i'll say yeah that's that's, That's I think I think we could see that in the advertising for this. You know, the, the, the kills, kills are brutal, brutal. The, the fun, fun is ample, ample, and then Netflix
1: will be like the movie podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're you're free. That one's free. You could take that one for free, uh, but definitely watch it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Movie Podcast review of Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday and watch out for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Also, follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next.